Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Keeping It Real with Camel, Everything 100. On the phone, I have award-winning, best-selling author, J.P. McLean. How are you, love? I am just fine, Caramel. I've got to tell you, I love your name. Just oh, love it. <laughs> thank you so much. You got me. I don't know anyone else with that name. <laughs> I know. I try to be different, you know. So, hey, there you go. <laughs> so tell the audience and the listeners where you're from and a fun fact about yourself. Okay. So I am from the west coast of Canada. I live in a little tiny island. It's 20 square miles with 1,100 people and ferry bound, so it takes ferry to get here. And a fun fact about me would be that my husband and I got our scuba diving certificates while we were on our honeymoon in the Cayman Islands. That is awesome! Oh my God, have you scuba dived already? I, I got to tell you, I only like scuba diving in warm water. I've tried it up here <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest, and it is ruddy cold. It is so cold. <laughs> you was like, uh-uh, I can't do it. So I'm going to wait until we get some warm water, and then that's when I'll do it. Oh, my God. But well, that is awesome. You'll get to see all the beautiful things in the water. It is so cool. It's, a, it's such fun. It's like floating. You know, if you could float in the air, that's what it's like, only floating in water. Are you a diver, too? No, I'm not, but I would love to do it, you oh, know. I just, just love it. You know, the only thing I didn't like, um, that, you know, you can dive wrecks, and people love diving wrecks, and I don't mind diving wrecks, but I, for some reason, when I see the wreck is a plane, mm-hmm. I can't go there. I don't oh. know about seeing a plane underwater, but they have wrecks that are planes that you can go and dive. And oh, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah. I would do that either because I'm scared I might see something. So, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but the boat wrecks are fun. They're fun. I, I, you know, going in them is a little creepy. But Oh, um, my God. I don't know if I can do that. Them. I do not know <laughs> if I can be able to do that, but... Uh, you know what, salute to you for doing it, but I would be too scared. I'm scary. Okay, so I'd be looking at the boat like, what, you want me to do what, go in there? Oh, no, uh-uh. It's not going <laughs> to happen. Oh, my God. So when you was growing there. I know, right? Oh, my God, get me out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I'd be scared that the oxygen might go out on me or something while I'm stuck in there or something. Some, you know, I'm always thinking the worst thing ever. I don't even know why I think this way, but... I'm like, oh, my God, is I have enough oxygen? Can I breathe? Is, is everything okay? Like, <laughs> get me out of here. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just this way, but hey. So when you was growing up, do you always want to be a writer? No. No, I mean, I always thought, um, as I was a young adult slogging through the snow and slush, getting to work on the public transit, I always thought it would be nice not to be doing that, to be sitting home in my jammies instead. Right. But um, <laughs> it didn't happen. And I didn't actually ever think I would have an idea big enough for a book. So it surprised me as much as anyone else that I ended up writing, you know, a few of them. Oh, that is awesome. So how long have you been writing? I'm writing about 12 years now, full time. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I want to know, because I looked at the title of your book, right, of your novel, and the title kind of caught me a little bit, Blood Mark. So what, how do you get the concept of, of that name? Like, how do you come about having that name of Blood Mark? Well, it's, it's 
it's an interesting process. I, I'm rather famous in my small writing circle for coming up with terrible, terrible names. <laughs> All right. And so I, I count on my friends who are better at titles than me to come up with a title. So this was a collaboration collaboration with a couple of other authors who had read the book and knew what it was about. And it has to do with the birthmarks that are on the woman's um, on the woman's body in the cover. So that is a uh, what she's told when she um, is young. She's told it's a port wine stain, but it's a big port wine stain that's all over her body in a very intricate pattern. So we discover later, uh, not that much later, but later it's actually not a birthmark, but it's a blood mark, and that means something very different. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. So to tell them, just give us a little bit about the book again, because I, like, that is so interesting, like, because birthmarks and blood marks are totally two different things. The birthmark is like this little thing in the middle where I got on my stomach, and I'm like, Mom, where I get this from? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my birthmark. But the blood mark is so, like, out there, you know? And so tell the listeners just a little bit more about your novel. All righty. Well, it's a supernatural thriller, and it's about a young woman named Jane Walker who was abandoned at birth and is born with this chain of scarlet birthmarks around her body. So she's absolutely thrilled as a young adult when these uh, birthmarks mysteriously start to disappear. But then she learns that those marks are the only thing that are protecting her from a homicidal enemy, this guy that's been stalking her, and the birthmarks are disappearing, so she's only got a certain period of time to find out who he is and why he's doing what he does and to try to stop him before she becomes his next victim. Oh, wow. That's deep. That is really, really deep. Like, you went down deep, okay? So I want to know, like, have you always been a fan of thrillers and, and, like, the supernatural stuff that you have going on? You always been a fan of that? You always looked at, like, these horror movies and stuff like that? Well, not necessarily horror movies, although I do like the odd horror, but I'm a bit of a scaredy cat when it comes to horror movies, but mm -hmm. I've always loved the supernatural. Mm -hmm. You know, I like the idea that people can fly and that they can, you know, shoot laser beams out their eyes and, you know, things like that. I just, I find it fascinating. And I really find the idea of telepathy, like being able to speak to someone else without speaking out loud. Mm -hmm. I love that concept and idea and that started way way back when when I was just a kid and I read um, John Wyndham's The Chrysalids which is a story about a, a dystopian future where people who uh, are born with anything different are killed because the uh, gene pool has been polluted and they they're trying to clean it up so uh, the, these kids have this ability to communicate telepathically but of course none of the adults can tell what's going on because not a visible thing. Right. So that really fascinated me. And ever since then, the unexplained just calls to me. I, I, I look for it everywhere. Like I talk about, you know, the, the shipwrecks and, and plane wrecks, and that just fires my imagination too because you think about what could have happened yeah. you know, in real life and can you make a story out of that that's entertaining and just a little bit creepy, not a whole bunch creepy, just a little bit creepy. Oh, my God. It's just like suppose it's happened in real life, though. Like, it's supernatural. This is things that, you know, we never know. Like, suppose we, like, can, like, beam with our eyes, like, bing, with our eyes, and, and we can talk to, like, not say a word, but can talk to other people. Like, 
that would be great, right? That would be like, oh, this would be so, yeah, like, it would be so awesome that you, that you can understand what I'm thinking without even saying a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, I think. And, and I think that there are things that happen in this world that we don't understand and we don't know and can't yet be explained by science or be explained away by science. And so I find uh, just thinking about those possibilities and making up stories about them very entertaining. It, it's an escape, you know. It just takes you away from your everyday worries. You can just get lost in the book for a little while. Exactly, exactly. And I believe the same thing. I believe, like, right now we're not ready to see the other side of it, you know what I mean, because we're so used and so of the norm. Like, you know, everybody walks in with two legs and have two arms and two eyes, you know what I mean? I know we would freak out if we saw somebody with five arms and three eyes, and we would think, like, they're, you know, it's normal to them, but to us it's, it's like an alien or something different, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, sure. So I told, to them, we'd probably look scary. Exactly. Like, why are they walking with two legs? <laughs> you know? How are they standing up on just two? Like, like, right, exactly. Like, they have two arms. Like, what's going on with them? Like, they lost a, lot, a couple limbs or something, you know? <laughs> and so that would be, like, crazy. But, yeah, we're not ready for that kind of things right now because, you know, we're so into the, what we think is norm, you know? That's crazy. It's going to happen one of these days. I oh, mean, yeah. And you now, you, yeah, it's going to happen one of these days, and everybody's going to be, rock. oh, my God, the world's about to end, you know? And I'll be saying, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you're going to be anybody like, exactly. You're going to be like, you know what? I knew this was going to happen, so I am so ready for them to come over here. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know how is some inspiring other authors out here that's starting to write and wants to be, you know, wants to sell their books and be the best-selling author or wants to win awards on their books. So what advice would you give other inspiring authors that is just coming out or is writing now? I, I would say just don't give up. It's sometimes really hard. You know, it's, it's easy to look at what other people are doing and uh, to see the success other people are having, other authors are having, and comparing yourself to them is not helpful in the least. So I would just say stay your, stay true to yourself, stay true to your story, write it, don't give up, and keep sharing it with people. Eventually somebody's going to love it, and that's the feedback you're going to need to keep going. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, like, when you first started writing, you felt discouraged. You was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't do this, right? And oh, yeah. now look it's at so you. Hard. Right. And look at you 12 years later. You're like, look, I am the bestseller. I have won awards. And I'll keep writing. And I'm going to keep doing it. And I sit in my pajamas all day. This is what I love to do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I do love to do it. It's the, it's the most fun I have. I, I, I was just doing it this morning because I've started writing the next book in this bloodmark, which is going to be hopefully at least two books, but maybe more. But it's just the most fun. I have to set my alarm to drag myself away from it so that I mm-hmm. don't do things like talking to you. Oh, thank you so much. So wh- what is your why? Why do you do the things that you do and let other people read your, your novels? Why do I do it? People would ask that question, yes, definitely. I guess because it entertains me, and I like to think it entertains other people. It fulfills me. Whereas, you know, before when I was younger, I would probably think, you know, that earning an income or having a bank account might have been the most important things. Now.
now to me the most important thing is doing something that brings me joy and this brings me joy oh that is so sweet yeah tear-eyed it so <laughs> so you know what I, I feel like that's the reason why I do what I do as well, because I want to feel excitement. I want to feel enjoyment. I want to feel relief. I want to be like, I could be whoever I want to be, because in the real world, you cannot, okay? You have, I agree. You have to be that, that person. You know, everybody, if you get off, off, offline a little bit, and everybody's looking at you like, what's wrong with her? She's crazy. You know, so mm-hmm. in your writing, you can be whatever you want to be, as many characters as you want like, to be. You can be whatever. You can be the flying dragon, or you can be the monster was sitting in the, on the set, or you can be the woman that looks so beautiful and everybody's going crazy over. It doesn't matter what you want to be. You can be whatever you want to be, and that's your that's own fantasy world, you know? That is so true. Yeah, absolutely. And I it's and I fun. right, and I love staying in my fantasy world because I'm. I, they call me bipolar, but if I have more than one character, I must be what bipolar, multipolar, whatever you call it. <laughs> I'm something because I have multiple characters in my book, so I am all those characters. So I guess like seven characters, so whatever you call those, is what I am. And and I love every bit of it. Like just writing, it makes me like. Oh my God! I can be this person. Oh my God! You know, so yeah. When you get tired of that person, you can kill them off and come become somebody else. Yeah, I'm tired of you. You're dead. <laughs> You're doing too much. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you off right now. I'm writing somebody else. Uh huh. They took your place. You know. So basically, that's what it is. You know, you do whatever you want. You know, and and that's awesome that we can do that, right? Oh, absolutely. We're very blessed to be able to do that. Exactly. So if you could tell your younger self some advice, what would it be? Well, you know, I I often thought, well, I wish I had started writing earlier, but I actually, you know, I don't think I would have been ready to write the kind of stories that I'm writing if I had written earlier, and I might have been discouraged. So if I had to say something to my younger self right now, I probably would say pay more attention to your grandparents' stories. Because I think that there's fodder for um, for storytelling, learning more about their backgrounds. And I wish I knew more about who they were in their younger lives and what their hopes and dreams were and their fears and their friends because I could have written more. I could have written about that stuff. That's true because our grandparents have the best stories ever, okay? Oh, Especially when you sit down and you start listening. Like, I didn't listen to my grandparents either, so you're not by yourself because I thought they were talking too much. <laughs> What do they know? They don't know. That's just a story yeah. that they're telling. They, they yeah. tell it to everybody. So what? Why, why listen, you know? And they yeah. used to tell stories. My grandfather used to tell me stories, and I'm looking at him like, mm-hmm, okay. Oh, oh wow. Okay. And then he'd be laughing. I'm like, I don't see anything funny right now, <laughs> you know? And then he's having a good time, and I'm like, okay, can I go play now? <laughs> You know, so yeah, exactly. You're taking my time. You're taking my time. I want to go climb these trees or something. Like I don't want to be over here doing this. Okay, <laughs> you know, but the same. I wish I've listened more and and I could have got so much out of it. And it could have been, you know, I wish I started earlier. I started in 2013, and I'm wow. like, right, and I'm like, eh. well, that's a while ago, seven seven years, oh, yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. So I was like, I wish I had started a little bit earlier, but unfortunately I didn't, so there you go. Yeah, sometimes I 
think, though, that you're not ready for it until it happens. Like, I, I don't know. You have to have some experiences, life experiences, and some good and bad stuff happen to you to be able to bring it all out in your characters and your stories. So that's how I think. I just, maybe you weren't ready for it yet. Yeah, yeah, maybe I was, but I'm ready now, so let's go. Me and you, we're going to hit the world. <laughs> all righty, all righty. <laughs> we're going to hit the world. So tell everybody your next projects and everything that you got going on. Well, the next project will be continuing on the story for the woman in Bloodmark because her story's not finished being told. Not that it isn't a complete story. It is. It's a standalone. But I do like that there are some unexplained things that are left in the story that aren't, you know, questions that aren't answered that the next book I can answer some of those questions. So that's what I'm working on now. And it's just, I've just started writing it. The outline is a little bit weak in places, but um, but yeah, I expect I'll be able to just keep on writing until it's done. That'll usually take me about six months, though. So. Awesome. Look at you. Look at you. You're doing big things. I'm so super proud of you. Like, I don't even know you, and I love you already. Like, we didn't connect <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> we didn't connect it over the phone. Can you feel the vibe? You know? <laughs> this is awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. And I just want to say God bless you for everything that you got going on. And I know you're going to be great in, in everything that you do. You're sitting in your pajamas, drinking coffee, writing, and doing what you love to do. And your husband's supporting you like, go, go, go. And that is so super awesome. <laughs> so, if any, so anybody want to contact you, how can they contact you? They can reach me to my website, which is jpmcclainauthor.com. Okay, awesome. Are you on Instagram or anything like that? I'm on Instagram. You can find all my connections to my website. That way they only have to remember one thing. Oh, uh, yeah, because, you know, people be like, oh, what she said say? They be trying to write it down. What she say? Turn it back. Yeah. Go back. Go back. What? jpmcclainauthor.com, you'll find everything there. It'll link right to it. Awesome, awesome. Again, I just want to say thank you for being on this podcast with me and my listeners, and I hope they enjoyed every bit of what you was talking about and what we was laughing about because we did a lot of laughing together, okay? And Thanks for being you, Caramel. Oh, most definitely. And I want to say God bless you and keep scuba diving. Don't go into the airplane ones. Yeah, definitely stick to the boat ones, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta Thank you. You're welcome. So God bless you, love. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.